Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at 22, your Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube this evening uh, for the upcoming Old Firm game tomorrow at half past 12 in the Scottish Premier League. We are here to review that game and discuss all things Rangers. Before I introduce you to the guys, um, can I please ask you to like and subscribe to the channel uh, to support the podcast to reach the next level. You can join the channel for as little as 99 pence. Thanks to all our channel members, we really do appreciate it. Uh, just a wee side comment about that is, in terms of subscription, I was speaking to a couple of guys at my work and they didn't realise you could subscribe to the channel without paying as well. It doesn't, if you subscribe, it just signs you up to the alerts. So please do that if you can't afford the 99 pence. It just helps us get to the next level. Uh, but you can also buy the podcast a uh, coffee if you join the Legend membership. By, it's buymeacoffee.com. And thanks to all the coffee buyers and coffee membership legends as well. All the links are in the description. And also from myself, I just want to say a thank you to the boys for it is my son's uh, boys club's fundraiser tomorrow, uh, Whitless Boys Club, Whitless uh, Vicks Boys Club 2009. And they've got a fundraiser tomorrow and the boys have kindly uh, made a donation to the club and they've sponsored them as well, as well as another company called Lettuce Eat who I'm giving a wee shout out to them as well. They're sponsoring my son as well, but thank you to the lads for donating to the next generation and the local community for me, maybe not you guys. It is you you too as well, mate. You are part of it, of course. You are part of this podcast, right? So you don't need to thank us, mate. You can thank yourself if you like. (laughs) I know, but I mean, I'm a kind of smaller shareholder. I'm not quite at (laughs) <laughs> Douglas Park and oh. Dave King. That's probably you and Ali's probably <laughs> Douglas Park and Dave King, isn't it? Right, anyway, we're not talking about the board tonight, boys. Yeah, We've done so the board. Uh, done board so we'll get on to all things Rangers. And like I said, we are talking about the upcoming Old Firm game tomorrow. So, Beal's done his press conference. The battle fever's on for all of us. And we are playing that lot tomorrow at half past 12. It is a must win. There's no doubt about it. We must win the game tomorrow. Um, boys are eager to go, and I'll introduce firstly who's my favourite again, Scotia. Scotia Gemmell, how are you this evening? <laughs> good, good answer and good introduction there, Ryan. Yes, I'm doing um, very well Easter weekend, so can only get better. And obviously, with the game um, tomorrow at half 12, yeah, looking forward to it. The weather's nice, so I the battle fever's well, well and truly on. But I was thinking it's, it's taken me probably up until today to really get the battle fever on, which. It's a strange one in old firm weeks, but um, aye, I'm looking forward to the game now. Anyway. Because, aye, same as me, I've had zero nerves all week, but we'll discuss that in a wee bit. Uh, secondly, he was a bit, I could see his face, he was nearly going to burst out of the tears there because I did introduce him first, but he's got a big bright thing coming through the back of his window there. If anybody's not from the west coast of Scotland, we do have sun 
Uh, Ali Pearson, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm disappointed when you said Scotia there, Ryan. So there's no um, waka waka for you tomorrow night in content. So that's gone for you tomorrow. Um, I know it's um, it's weird Easter weekend an old form on a Saturday tomorrow as well. It's uh, I know Scotia says he's got the battle fever. I've, I don't have it as of yet, um, but we'll probably, after this, I probably will, but not as of yet, I have it. You will, Alistair, and I will make that my mission to make sure you have the battle fever <laughs> in the group chat after this podcast. Uh, and last but not least, um, Scott Carley, how are you tonight, mate? How are you feeling about the game? Yeah, um, literally your intro, mate, got me. I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, it hit me. Today's, I took today off as well and did dad things today. Car wash, cut grass, fence painting, that kind of stuff. And yeah, just there I've sat down and it's going to hit me and I've been like, oh, aye, tomorrow is tomorrow is the day. Uh, yeah, mate, and yeah, just quickly, mate, it's our pleasure um, to to, to, um, to donate raffle prizes and also sponsor a reman. Um, they're all part of a good cause. They do great work for their community and that as well. So um, it was absolutely our pleasure. But yes, battle fever is creeping up, mate. Keeping up indeed, and um, I am just seeing a few comments, and and their guys get the comments and keep them coming. If there's any questions, we'll try and get to them. The guys will look at them. But I am attempting to hold, host the podcast. But yeah, let's talk about all things Rangers. I think that's only one place to start for me. I did send the agenda over to you guys, but I've juggled that wee bit in my head. There's been talk about tomorrow. There's no away fans at all, boys. Um, we obviously get the allocation cut down. Last season, the last season, the season before, to 800. And now Rangers and Celtic, for whatever reason, I've got my own thoughts on that, but whatever reason it is, there is no allocation for away fans for the final two from games of the season. Now, some people are saying this won't make a difference because it was only 800 anyway. For fans, I think it does make a huge difference. At least you've got a chance of going, going to an away game. I would have a lot more away fans in if I was being honest with you. But I get the arguments both sides, so... If we just talk about that firstly, Ali, I'll come to you first because, yes, of course, you are my favourite, mate. I was just doing that for banter levels. Um, Ali, no away fans tomorrow for Rangers. I think that the players struggle at Parkhead anyway without whether there's fans there or not. Do you think this will make a difference to the players? Honestly, no tomorrow because with the amount of fans that were there previously, it was 600 to 800 fans in that wee corner put away so and you couldn't really hear them. the same was when Celtic come to to Ibrox and they're in the corner you don't really hear them that much either so no I don't think it will make a difference tomorrow um, it might actually help the Rangers players to be honest <laughs> um, the last two to three times we've been to, to Parkhead we have let's be let's be honest about it shat the bed going there with rabbits and headlights so yeah in terms of your question right no, I don't think it'll make a difference tomorrow. Yeah, I think with terms of the players, I'm, I'm probably agreeing. I think it'll be, I'd imagine, across the board tonight, we'll all be agreeing that if the players are they're probably too focused on the game. I do believe the atmosphere is a lot better when there's a larger away section. Probably if the Rangers players could hear the Rangers fans singing, it would give them maybe an extra 5%. I doubt they hear them when there's 800 fans there, I don't think, especially where we are situated in in the stadium at Celtic Park, I don't imagine it causes uh, uh, they get much reaction from that. Scotia, no away fans tomorrow. I know you, you'll go to the odd away game as the same as myself, but I think what I'm getting at more is for the guys who do go week in, week out, this is this is the game you'll have to go. You're going to the Lions Den, really. Um, that's where you want to go because the thought, uh, we all know what it feels like when you go to Celtic Park and you win as a fan. It's probably the best place in the world to ever do that. But fans have got that taken away from them. Could you just give me your views on it? Yeah, so well, I mean, we've discussed the away f- fan thing often enough, and I think it was from the, what, 18-19 season that the allocation yeah, was actually like, cut from the room. Yeah, because yeah, Beal came out and said that he's only actually ever, exp- he's never experienced more than 800 Nybrooks um, in terms of them coming. So, yeah, I can understand. I've listened to an awful lot of like different Rangers podcasts this week, and they're talking about like the allocation and those that go to the the Celtic games in particular, saying that they loved it, you know, it was the best feeling in the world when they were there and they've seen a victory for us against them at the Midden. But um, it's not something that I've ever done. So, you know, I don't really, it doesn't really affect me in that way. On the players, 
I don't think I'm kind of on board with Ali. I don't think it will affect the players, and I'm probably more strongly more towards the opinion that it will be a benefit for Rangers because you imagine going like even take into account like a game at Ibrox, Celtic go one 0 up. You can hear those eight hundred fans go a wee bit mental. Whereas, see if we're away at Parkhead, we go one 0 up. It's going to be you could hear a pin pin drop. Um, so I think that could get in the mentality of Celtic players in that regard. So I think it could be a wee bit of an advantage for us. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope that it maybe gives the players a wee bit less pressure because I do think, in terms of mentality, I think some of them do struggle with the pressure of the Rangers fans at Ibrox or 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 what demand from them away from home. So you might be right in in terms of that, Carly. Oh, I touch again on on these away fans like. I think I'm not 100% sure. I think I was at the last ever Old Firm game at Celtic Park and it was Clint Hill who scored the equaliser and that was the last time I think that we had the full allocation at Celtic Park and that feeling, I wish I could, I wish you could can that feeling. You know what it's like when you score there. It's just absolute euphoria. You're in that corner there everywhere but they just don't want to look at you. It's just the best feel in the world. Now, as a fan... Of course, it is a tough one to take because we've no away fans there and we hope that's going to change going forward. But more importantly, for the players' focus tomorrow, do you think that makes any sort of difference, mate, or do you think they're just going to go on with it? Scotia nearly pretty much stole my point, if you like. Um, the the call the call for the, them to have the full the full broom loan back is isn't going to happen. Uh, I'm not in not in any time soon. It won't happen. The club have made the decision that they would rather sell season tickets. I can't really grudge that. Honestly, as a business point of view, it makes complete sense. Um, and when times were hard and they were coming to Ibrox and every other time and scalping us, um, it wasn't enjoyable to sit and watch that that, that Brimlone stand go mental. It really wasn't. But does it take something away from the tie? Of course it takes something away from the tie. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not quite the same. It doesn't have the same feeling when you're at the game. Um I think there should be fans. I think this whole tit for tat thing needs to stop. I think one team blaming the other, one team blaming the other, back and forth. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the rumours that I'll believe because I'm Rangers minded is the fact that they can't control the Green Brigade, but that's probably another podcast in itself. Um, but but as, a, as a Rangers player, uh, what more motivation do you need to be able to silence every single one of them? Because if we get into the, if we take the goal, we take the lead, for example, Scotia's right, that place will be silent, absolutely silent or if we're into the last 10 minutes and we've got a lead and we're still going for it, that kind of thing that place will be unbearable unbearable because as easy as they like to think this is, which it has been this season, Gio gave them an awfully big head start, let's not lie but as easy as they think it is, as soon as if we were to put any sort of pressure onto them, you know what they're like. You know what they're like. They don't like it. They don't like the feeling of it. They go, oh my goodness, here come Rangers. I've spoke to Celtic fans that were saying, even when it went 2-1 at Hamden, they were worried. And we were at Hamden. And well, I was at Hamden for the, the League Cup and you could hear that it had went quiet. You could hear that it had went quiet after Morelos had scored. They were not the, they were not the same. So... Will it make a difference? I think it always does. I think as a spectacle, it always makes a, a, a it always makes a, a, it's always better when you have both sets of fans in a stadium because that's what football is really all about, I suppose. Um, as a fan, um, as a fan, but as players, I think you could you could turn it onto its head and have a motivational factor there that you've got a chance to silence them um, at their own ground when they think they are quite comfortably going to put one over on you because they are very confident about it. So it's in itself, it's a motivation, in my opinion. And Bill should be telling the players that. Not that I don't think that he isn't. He's a smart man. Yeah, I think, I think the motivations, uh, the motivations we are going to get into, I think it was Richard Goff I was going to speak about this later, but Richard Goff's quoted today, and I don't know where the quotes came from, whether it's old or not, and just saying he couldn't wait to get out the tunnel. The Celtic Park, he just loved playing there just to try because he had an opportunity to shut them up. And I think that's got to be an attitude going into these games. I would love the opportunity to play there and shut them up and score a goal. I think we've all probably dreamt about it at some point. And we're lies, but yeah. And um, thanks for the comment. I think it was parts in 11 that I am the club, uh, club at 22k, my roof. Uh, really appreciate the support there, Partson, but yes, you are right. I did try and book annual leave, um, so I didn't need to host this evening, but 
the boss declined it, unfortunately. So I am <laughs> here tonight. <laughs> Sorry, just quickly, Ryan. Um, Andrew Hillis has just bought the podcast Five Coffees. Thank you very much, mate. Very much appreciated. Very kind words as well in your, your comment, mate, that you left. He says Friday nights are not complete until you boys have, us boys have our say. Very nice of you, mate. Really do appreciate that. Thank you so much for the support. Yeah, thank you very much. Andy, did you say? Andy Hillis, yeah. Andy Hillis, thank you very much, mate. Really appreciate that. Um, right, boys, let's go on to, to what I want to talk about, the players. Players and Beal, I suppose. We have been on a rich vein of form. I give Michael Beal a lot of credit for us because I think it shows that it just wasn't working with Gio. Michael Beal has come in and he's got his run of, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, is it 14 wins in one draw, I think it is. I might be just out with that one. 13 bit. wins in a you know, draw, I think. 13 wins, is it? I think that's yeah. round about that anyway. I might be I might be wrong. Somebody will say in the comments because obviously you can't make a mistake with the, with the stats in this podcast. Uh, but yeah, we've been on a rich vein of form, doing really well in the league as a that lot. But we all know winning these games, yeah, it means everything. We've got to, we've got to win the games as they come. However, the players and the management will be judged on, on games like tomorrow. It's cup finals, it's semi-finals, it's all firm games where you are judged. Ali, Michael Beale... I think I think he's I think he's done brilliantly. I think I really do. I think apart from that draw and then the cup final as well. But you can only what's the word? You can only drive the car you're given. I'm trying to think a clean one to say. You can only drive the car you're given. But Michael Beale is doing a great job for us, no doubt. However, caveat to that is, and this includes the players as well, you'll be judged on games like tomorrow, won't you? Hundred percent. He's had a <clears throat> fantastic record since he's come in. But like you say, he's he's judged in games against them. Since he's come in, I'd give him a pass in the, the first game at iBooks because he'd literally just come in the door. Then he start great. We did well with six. Should have won that game, to be honest. The cup final was the letdown for me. The personnel was correct for me. I hope he learns from that going forward. But yeah, you'll be just it's a massive game from tomorrow. He'll be judged on it. His uh, league form is well, it's perfect. We've, and since the cup final as well, Ryan, we've bounced back. We've won every game as well. The downside, like we said in this podcast, is unfortunately the other side are winning all their games as well. Um, they've been in some run too, so it sets up a cracking game. But that they've got, they've got to go with the attitude that they they can win Rangers tomorrow. They've got to take it to Celtic. See if we start slowly tomorrow, we'll be in for a long day tomorrow. We've started slowly in the previous two games under Beal and games under Geo as well against them. We need to be in their faces tomorrow. Um, we need to be positive as well. We need to be brave in the ball. And um, it's a perfect opportunity. You've got 60,000 Celtic fans there to, to shut them up and to put a doubt into their mind. But for me, the league's, the league's done regardless what happens tomorrow. But psychologically for that game in the semi-final, it's massive tomorrow, Ryan, and we need to win it. Yeah, absolutely. I know I agree with you. Um, did you say it's 60,000 Celtic fans there tomorrow? So is that is that been confirmed Kevin Clancy got rid of his season ticket then? He managed to sell his ticket on. That's good. Well, Thank Jim Goodwin's there as well, actually. Thank you. No, I would hate to think it was an empty seat there. So I so him and him and Jim Goodwin obviously they, they sit together. I wonder whose uh, shot it is for the pie run tomorrow. Scotia, we um I, I will give Michael Beale full credit because we've on a run. I didn't expect him to go on. I was uh, pessimistic as always, but I didn't think he'd go on the run that he has gone on. And it's a remarkable run. I think any other time you would probably claw points back, but credit to Celtic they have. They've been on equally, if not better form, with their, with their goal scoring. But what I want to say is, yes, I'm going to go down a kind of negative route here. He's going to be judged on these games. If, if we're going to win the way we're going, he's going to be judged on these games, but we need to see something different from Michael Beale in terms of set up or the team's mentality because I think if we see what we've seen in the past two games there's going to be questions getting asked Yeah I think so, I mean if you look at it even since Beal's come in, we've all been kind of critical of an awful lot of the performances against other teams, you know it's not been like full 90s perhaps maybe against apart from the Hearts and um, Hibs games but we've all been kind of critical and kind of calling things out but that's nothing compared to what happened after uh, the League Cup Final there, 
that we all threw, we didn't really throw the toys out the pram because I think much of the criticism was deserved. So it is going to be these these games against Celtic that are going to be the key for getting judged because you've ultimately it's because the the rest of the league this season have been woeful. Because if you look at the point difference where we were this time last season, we're six points better off this time last season, and Celtic are twelve points better off this time last season. So ultimately, it does come down to these games, and that this is where we'll get judged, and that equally comes into the, like the players. I've seen an awful lot of people moaning about oh Tillman needs to show up in games and stuff. I'm sure we had a comment in one of the pods we'd done not too long ago about Tillman not playing well enough. And if you look to your good pal um, and his his father, the moth, um, Borna Barisic, I think an awful lot of the criticism of Borna Barisic comes from games against Celtic over anything else, really. And it, that's where it comes from. So, yes, players are judged in these games. And ultimately, the way things are going, unless the rest of the league improve dramatically and start taking more points off ourselves and Celtic as well, then it is it's going to come down to these four games that we have in the league during the season to decide who's the title winner. And that's our bread and butter, really. Yeah, uh, you make a good point. I think Borna's a perfect example. Obviously, I give him pelters. And I do the same with Tav. And listen, Borna Barisic for me has been up there one of the best players this season. I don't, I'm not scared to admit that. But I think when it comes to these old firm games, I'm just expecting more. I'm thinking... If you can't do it in these games, then it is pretty much a line in the sand. Like we need players who can do it in these games, and that is the difference. Um, Carly, what what's your thoughts on on what, what we're talking about here? Bill's done great. There's no doubt about it. We've praised him so much on this board. He deserves it. The team deserves it as well because we have got that winning mentality back. However, we do have to start taking us into old firm games if we're serious about winning trophies again. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I think that's 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 true. Um, Ali said, if, even if we, if we win tomorrow, the league's still over. I don't think so. I, I think if we win tomorrow, I think that's the first time they've felt pressure, and I don't know how long. And I'm not saying like it's breathing down the neck material, but it asks the question of them. It then asks the question: Can you now go on and back on your winning run? Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. Obviously, the evidence suggests that they can do that, but still, I think if we win tomorrow, then my opinion will change. <laughs> my opinion will change. I'll go, hang on a second here. There could be something in this, um, because you have to, you have, you have to believe that something could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, tomorrow is a, it's a strange one because everybody's we're all so desperate for us to beat Celtic, right? We're all so desperate for us to get a result. At, um, result at Parkhead considering what we've seen previously at Parkhead um, however there'll, there'll always be the knee-jerk reaction tomorrow no matter what happens um, be it a draw be it a win be it a, a loss there, there will always be a, a knee-jerk reaction Rangers Twitter will be on fire in any of the three three occasions happen the three um, results happen it will still go into Rangers Twitter mode um, that's for sure but tomorrow's it's not the most important one for me um, don't get me wrong I'm not saying that I'm happy to get beat tomorrow of course I'm not I'll be I'll be livid if we get beat tomorrow um, <clears throat> but but I don't what I want tomorrow is a performance I, I think that's more important than anything else is that Rangers have to we have to come out we have to as we can't let them breathe. You literally can't give them a second. Bill has to get it into their mind that when you go out, you you don't stop. You're literally all over the top of them. You literally run yourself into the ground. Um, the morale of the team is going to be good. Um, we're in a great run of form. Um, and this is the the real judgment to see if anything has been learned from the League Cup. And I hope so much for Michael uh, Michael Beal's um, case that he does not name John Lundstrom in that starting lineup tomorrow because it will be vicious. It will be absolutely vicious. Um, that's my. I'm waiting for the team lineup now. I am waiting for the team lineup. But yeah, tomorrow it's always important. It's an old firm game. There's absolutely no doubt. But if we lose tomorrow, we're still not going to win the league. We're not winning the league as it is right now. It's one of those things where you would. I would probably get over it quicker if that makes sense. It wouldn't be one that right kind of wrangles on me unless it's an embarrassing defeat like um, that we have seen. Uh, but I, I, I have a feeling that it won't be like that tomorrow. I, I will come to it at the end, I'm sure. But, but my score prediction will probably tell you everything what I think about what I feel about tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, a, a win's only going to stand us in good stead going into the. Into the semi-final and for the rest of the season, 
and it would be it would be a hell of interesting to see um, if they manage to bounce back quickly if we do get a win tomorrow. But I I, I feel I feel like something's a wee bit different for tomorrow. Uh, I, I just feel like we, that isn't going to be the it isn't going to be the it's not going to be the way it was um, when we played at Parkhead. And I as I say, Michael Beale now to me has to show that's the only thing that I probably will criticise him for. Sorry, a long way to get to this. That's the only thing I will criticise him for is if we do come out and we do have the same performances towards the League Cup final. At that point I'll be going, hang on a second here. You're not learning anything. But I honestly, hand on heart, I believe tomorrow will be different. Oh, you make valid points because I think we totally praise Michael Beale on this podcast, you guys more than I, more than me, and, and we give him all the credit. But we do need more. We do need more than that's been shown in the past two games. I'm willing to to be a fan who accepts that Michael Beale has made mistakes in all firm games and is learning. But I think in terms of the players, I think we will all agree collectively as a full support, probably never mind just us in the podcast, that we can't hear the players come out and say that tomorrow after the game. No. We've heard it so many times. They have can't. made their mistakes. And they know the time for learning is passed. Uh, another thing, Ryan, sorry, quickly. Another thing probably tom- tomorrow is there's a few of the players that need to prove now. They need to prove that they've learned their lessons. They, in order for the sake of the future at the club, I would imagine. it's. I think it's more make or break for them. They have to show why they deserve to be involved in the team going towards the end of the season for the run-in for the, the Scottish Cup. They have to show that tomorrow. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's keeping my mind there. Yeah, I reckon there's a lot of players that have a, a right point to prove. Absolutely, and they all collectively need to show they have balls. And talk about balls, let's have a wee word from our sponsor, Manscaped. Time for a word from our sponsors, Manscaped. It's time to mind your manholes with Manscaped. Everyone is aware by now that nose hairs are a major turn-off. That's why Manscaped upgraded to their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. With improved blades and motor, you can feel the power of nasty nose hair Annihilation in the palm of your hands. Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using code CLUBAT22 to get 20% off and free shipping. Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy spring's fresh air by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 on all your face whole hair. Really? Also, the Weed Whacker 2.0 will be in all Manscaped's tool sets, including the Platinum Package 4.0 and the Performance Package 4.0. So no matter what kit you pick, you will receive the new Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear trimmer. And Scotia has been texting me all week telling me how good it is. He can't get enough of it. Let's face it, long nose hair is a major turn-off. Let's Manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine, ensuring no hair is ever out of place. It's time to level up your groom game. Save 20% off of free shipping with the code CLUBAT22, manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. From below to up top, get the best in grooming at Manscaped's shop. Your nose, ears, body and balls will thank you. You got there, mate. You got there. Well done. Thank you very much for doing, guys. (laughs) Oh, that's a lengthy one. Has that changed a bit? Rangers, I has changed. Rangers on tour said, thought you'd have used the video that you sent the other day. You did send me the video. It was Jim Carrey talking about. He's grown a beard, and it was like Scotia oh, reading oh, his heart. That. That. Yeah, it was pretty funny, but I'm still shaving my balls, even though I'm grown a beard. But that was brilliant. But yes, thank you, Manscaped. Well done, Ryan. Yes, thank you, Manscaped. That is um, that is quite a read, and that is the reason why I put annual leave in. Right, <laughs> right. Um, moving, on, moving on, I want to talk about, this is me in my ways, probably I don't think anybody's ever spoke about this, but I've got a gripe about us against them just now we all do but I've got a gripe about I'm worried that with this current squad don't know how to beat Celtic I feel as if there's a mentality problem and that's what I'm worried about tomorrow so I am I'll say it just now and I think all the boys will be on the opposite side of the the fence I don't hold much optimism for tomorrow because I've seen this team let us down time and time again so I don't hold optimism that's where I'll park my comments about the game tomorrow let's keep it positive Ali Credit goes to that lot. They are 
nine points clear of us at the moment. Cruising it really, if you say, could be 10 because of our goal difference. What do we have to do? What do Rangers have to do to beat them? Because we've not beaten them in 90 minutes for, is it two years now? I think it's two years. I think it was the beginning yeah. of last season. Hollander goal was the last time we'd beat them in 90 minutes. Right. Well, not quite two years, so I'm maybe a bit harsh here, but in 90 minutes, it's a while since we beat them. We've seen the, the games this season. Yeah, we were close with the two each game, but I, I still feel as if probably that was just about a fair result. What do we need to do to beat this lot tomorrow, Ali? What do we need to do differently? We need to get in their faces. We, we, I, I hate the way Rangers start against them. Is, is it a... Is it showing them too much respect, sitting off the ball? We all know how Celtic play, Ryan. We've known it for nearly two years now. It's frantic for minute one. That's how they play. And usually they get their goal Celtic within the first 10 minutes. I mean, how many times at Parkhead have they, in the last two to three, have they been two, three up within the first 20 minutes and the game's done? That That's how they play football, Celtic. And I just think sometimes we go into the games playing, dare I say, a lunchroom and players like that to to try and maintain them. And we're not good enough to maintain them. I think Rangers' theory in the last couple of games is we'll maintain them, maintain them they'll blow out the steam and we'll try and nick a goal in the second half. And it's not worked. And we haven't learned from it. From minute one tomorrow, we need to come out of traps and go at them. Play it, see if we play our own game, Ryan, and play the way we've played, away at Hearts, away at Hibs. We've got a great chance of beating them tomorrow. Yeah. Um they're a good team, Celtic. You need to give them credit. They are a good team where they are. They've been only been beaten once this season off St Mirren and they've drawn once against us. They're on a fantastic run. But they're not they're not unbeatable, Celtic. Um, I just think we've showed them too much um, respect in certain games and we need to take it to them tomorrow for minute one. But it's down to what personnel he plays tomorrow. <clears throat> Carney says about a Lundstrom. If he starts Lundstrom tomorrow... The whole Ranger support will be down before the ball's kicked, and I th- I'd like to think he knows that by now. Um, so, yeah, and I heard Tav in the, the press today say we've not started in the first half against Celtic the last couple of games, and we need to take it to him. Well, talk's cheap, Tav. Come out and show me it tomorrow. Come out for minute one and get right in their faces because if we get the early goal, as Carney says, it will shut their fans up instantly. And for there, you never know. So, that's what we need to do tomorrow. Yep, totally. Um, Scotia, Ali took the thought right out of my head. I think the difference that we need to see, and it's maybe a Rangers da thing, I don't know, but we do need to get in their faces. We need to get closer to them, especially at the start of a game. I, I watched the the cup final, the last game we played in the cup finals with um, admin support, Jamie Lowe, um, and we were watching the game. We said five minutes into game, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're not getting close enough to them. And we're not moving the ball fast enough, and it materialised. When you could, you, we've seen it all before. What do we need to do tomorrow differently than we have done the, the last couple of games? Well, the easy answer is score more goals than them. <laughs> but I won't just give you that. There's more, and you could pretty much take everything that I said before the game in the, the league cup there, just a few months, a month or so back, and it, we all said the exact same thing that night. We need to do this. We need to do that, and they didn't do it that day. And um, as Ali alluded to, Tav in his press conference got asked the question, what did we change from what happened at Hamden? And he also said, like, perform over the full 90 minutes, because we've not done that against Celtic for a long, long time now, that we've not performed for the full 90 minutes against them. We've not done that against many teams right enough. Um, so <laughs> might be a tall ask of the team. But Beal was also asked as well, what needs to change? And it's basically don't start the game slowly, which Rangers have been far, far too guilty of in the last couple of old firm games, that we just come out, as if it's a game against anyone else. They come out rapid, right in your faces. And then before you know it, the game's gone. And that's it. You know, you can't really do much. You can't chase it back because there's too little time to do it. So we need to start the game quickly on top of them, go face-to-face with them, like Ali says. And, you know, we all know. I mean, we said it all, like I say, um, before that League Cup final game. Um, That's precisely what we need to do. And I'm hoping that we'll see it from them tomorrow. Yeah, as we all are, I just, again, and I, t- I put my hands up to this one, I'm, I'm pessimistic and unfortunately I've been, I've been proven right this season so far and I hope I'm wrong, I hope it, I get egg all over my face tomorrow. If you were asking me what 
how it's going to go tomorrow and what we'll be like. And what I'll be like in the podcast. If I'm doing the podcast tomorrow, reaction, I would say I'll be challenging their mentality again because we've seen it all before. But Carly, I'll come to you. In terms of Rangers, we know what we do well. We've seen it in European games. They have done it in big games. Maybe not this season, but we've done it in big games. You can see how well they play. When they turn on Hearts, Hibs, we can be a good football team. And yeah, the mentality is always going to be questioned until they, they, they go and win big games or go and win trophies regularly. But we've definitely got performances in us when required. My concern is, I don't think I've ever seen a Rangers and Celtic side so polar opposites, mate. We pass the ball slowly. We're quite reserved. They're quick. They're fast. They're goal-scoring. They're dynamic. And that's what I worry about with us tomorrow is how do we counter that? How do we stop that? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm. I can't really disagree with anything any of you have said. To be honest, I, I, I can. I fully. I fully understand this. This team have let us down time and time again. When in in the in the in the face of of a challenge, they they've not they've not rose to it. But domestically, they have done obviously done it in Europe. But this is a bit different, and this is all a bit different because these are these are the ones that are most important to us. I know Europe's all great and it's all good and it was brilliant and I loved every minute of it. Of course I did, but nothing nothing quite beats an old fun one. It never will, I don't think. So this this game tomorrow, the the players. Again, Ali's right. Talk is cheap. This is how many times have we heard you sit and tell us that oh, well we need to do better from the start. We need to do this better. We need to do that better. <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to. As we are, and even though I am, this is the thing. This is weird. I'm going to be a, a hypocrite here and going to go back and forth for myself. I don't want to pile on the pressure on um, Cantwell and Raskin. But they are the two guys that everybody's looking at right now. They are the two guys everyone's looking at to think you are the ones that are going to make the difference in uh, in, the, in this game. <clears throat> now, if it doesn't go well, obviously, again, I've mentioned it earlier, there'll be a knee-jerk to it all. But it's it's maybe not a certain area that I think Rangers need to need to do better in. We need to score goals. We need to score the chances when they come. Um, we can't be this. Sorry, Ali. This powder puff that we've seen up front. I don't like stealing his. Don't like stealing his. Um, stealing his words there. Ed Rangers on tour. Matondo scored the winner. Um, I don't know. See, if, I don't even know how I can, I can say this. Uh, if Matondo scores the winner tomorrow, see if that happens, can they? Yeah, if Matondo <laughs> wins tomorrow, I'll get Rabbi tattooed somewhere on my body. Uh, I very it's much think he'll get tomorrow. Scotch will get a Welsh tattoo. Oh, sure. On his face, <laughs> on his forehead, he'll get a Welsh tattoo on his forehead. Yeah. At least you can use yeah. the Rabbi one. You could say it's Rabbi Burns or something like that. Aye, that's own, aye. That's the, has Rabbi Burns got one eye? Is he, is he no, an eye? Well, he's got an eye and a eye. Aye, Oh, I thought you meant as in physically. Sorry, I'm away. Boy, sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, but no, in terms of yeah, we we need that. We need our big players to show up. It's as simple as that. We need we do need Raskin to show up. I hence I'm going back myself. Cantwell. We need Tillman to show up. We need whatever striker we decide to start with. Beat Cholak, beat Morelos. I really don't know who he's going to pick. Honestly, I've not got a clue. They have to be on it and. Ryan Kent has to be on it. The good thing is about Ryan Kent and old firm games, he tends to show up. He does. He tends to show up in an old firm game. They don't. They don't like him. They are scared of him, and Ryan Kent knows that. And he loves. He loves an old firm game. So Ryan Kent is critical for for me tomorrow. But it's not as I say. It's not about areas. I don't think. I don't think it's about areas of the pitch specifically. Of course, you need to win your midfield battle. You need to be strong in defence. That's always true in an old firm game. That never changes. You always have to win your individual battles as well as as well as your area battles. Tomorrow for me is all about not respecting them not giving them the respect that we always seem to do. The goal that we've seen um, at um, the the cup final, I, think, I can't remember if it was the first or the second, uh, I think it was the first goal, 
where Moy's got about five years to to walk with the ball, like three or four or five yards, and then play the pass. And you're like, that's not on. You have to be on top of them. You can't give them any second to pick my pass. You have to put pressure on them. And that's all I want. Generally, it's all I want tomorrow, is Rangers just to put everything into it tomorrow. Put everything into it. See if we still come out and we've lost. You're not going to be happy, but you can respect it. You can go, look, there's lessons being learned there. You can see the progression. You can see that this team are no longer scared. And that's the bit that, I think it will come back to is but there is far too many too too much scar tissue that we've mentioned a million times on this podcast. There's too much scar tissue. But tomorrow is I'm the same when every old firm comes round, I wipe the slate clean. I really do. I just go right, wipe the slate clean, let's go. These are the players, the mentality has to be on it. But there's no doubt if we are not on it, if we are not on it tomorrow, it will be a long, long afternoon. You I you make some really good points there actually and it's probably a reflection on myself is that I'm a nightmare. I'm probably the opposite. It's a great way of looking at it. Comes to a new firm, clean slate, because I am terrible for well born is your key one. You know it's a, you know what I'm thinking. I am thinking yeah. that I've seen you enough at Parkhead. You don't even you're not don't go on the bus, Borner. I'll speak yeah. to them off. You'll be all right, mate. You'll still get your appearance money. But that, that's just the way I am I'm so I um I just need to learn how to let things go like that. But you make a good point as well. I do go. it right because I do it because I'm already nervous enough. I don't need to be sitting thinking about what happened the last time we played them. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I just go, right, that's, it's, a, it's a game. It's an old form game. You kind of forget what happened before. And I think that's probably where this form goes out the window thing comes from. Because people like to just wipe their minds and think, right, we're going into this game. You never know. We've got as much chance as they do, etc., etc. A game of football is there to be won. And I, I do try and do that, mate. But don't get me wrong. If you get beat, mate, I'll be right back with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's just that I totally it's the way, it's the way to look at it. It's the best way to look at it. I, I admit that I'm I'm a nightmare for holding on to things. I still I still do it with, with players and I'm 38 years old, to get a grip of myself. Uh Ali Scott mentioned there about key areas and he doesn't believe that there there maybe is key areas, but I'm going to come back to him anyway in, in a few minutes just to, to see if I can force him on a few comments about key areas. For me, a key area, probably two key areas for me is in the midfield, obvious one, cliche. In the midfield, I think that Hattati pretty much controls things for them. I think Postacoglu was very clever with him in the cup final where he, he played him on the left in the midfield at first, I believe. And I think he was trying to get him to feed balls against Avenir uh, to, what do you call the other boy, Mader. So I think, and then he moved him into central midfield and I think, he, yes, he had John Lundstrom against him, so... It made him look great, but I think Hitati is a player we need to keep quiet. But I also think for us going offensively, we give Starfield and their left back Taylor, is it? I think Taylor or Burnaby. Oh, yeah. He's two injured of Taylor, I think. I think he's right. out. That's Burnaby, whatever you call him. I do think that Starfield and their left back get too much time on the ball because I don't think they're overly comfortable on the ball at that side of the pitch. What, what do you think the key areas are and what do you think we can do differently tactically against them? I know we need to get in their faces, but that I'll go on again. Celtic aren't invincible, mate. They are beatable. You can get them. So where do we get them and how do we do it? Oof. There's a lot of phony comments are saying Hattati's injured tomorrow. I don't yeah, know. He is. Not, I've, I've, is he? Uh, I think okay. he is, yeah. So you'd say that's a bonus. That's good. I did not know that. That's quite good. Yeah. It, I think it's. I think they're floating that it'll be that Iwata or Iwata. What's he, Iwata? Is it Iwata? Is that his name? Iwata. Uh, well, I think he's a. He was a Jaili player here, believe it or not. So I think it, I think yeah. they're, they're saying that he'll play. Yeah, right, I mean, I mean the old cliche around the, the midfield. We need to win mid win, win the midfield yeah. battle, and for me, we do. I thought. I thought we were shadows at Hamden in that midfield. I thought, I, I honestly thought, I said to you after the game, I don't even th- think Celtic out of first gear because he didn't have to. And it's just, there's so much time in the ball. They're asking for me, you're saying, well, they're saying Hattati's out, but I would have stuck Raskin right on him, right in his face. Because he's the type of guy Raskin, I could run about all day. Um, that's key for me, that midfield. We need to win that midfield battle because if Celtic win the midfield battle, they'll just cut us apart. You see, they play slip balls all the time. Ryan Jack, I think, is key as well. Ryan Jack didn't start the League Cup final, I don't think. Um, so he's he's key for me in that game, I'm sure. Did he come on, Ryan Jack? I don't think he started. I need to look back. But 
Ну, I don't know if he'll play Sakal at the moment because the, the conundrum of Tillman, Raskin and um, Cantwell to play. So somebody has to come out somewhere. So my, the best joy is down their left-hand side, right? And as you say, the boy Burnaby, I was talking to Paul McWork, he's a Celtic Cintiq older. He doesn't hate the boy Burnaby, so he's a bit of a bomb scare. And he's, he's there with Starfelt, who I don't think is an actual left-sided centre-half. Is he not a right-sided centre-half? So for me... That's the area to try and try and try and get to in an area where Tillman. I'd try and play through them. I think we've tried to go down the wings quite a lot, but I'd try and play through them. Break that's Carney's got the top on there, break the lines. <laughs> um, and that's where that's where we need to play the these players that I've just mentioned there, because these players can break the lines. And that, that's how I think we can get joy tomorrow um with a Celtic team. But the boy they're playing tomorrow, I've not seen him, so as I know he was a okay. League player of the season, but if, his, if that's his first game at Parkhead, somebody, not put him up in the air right away, but give him a hit instantly just to let him know and see what happens. Because some of these boys are in old firms that have never done it and you, you go into them, sometimes shy away. So, um, aye, need to be on it. Need to be on it indeed. And, um, aye, Carly's got to break the lines top there and, and what he's not told them there is he's got Rabbi Matondo in the back of that top. He takes no, me the no, I don't. <laughs> don't make me turn around and prove it. I don't. It will after tomorrow when Matondo scores the winner. We'll all be going to the Rangers shop and get Matondo on the back of my thoughts if he scores tomorrow. Uh, Scotia. I think there are key areas. I think Starfield's here to be got. I think any time I've seen him at Ibrooks or Hamden, he doesn't look overly comfortable in the ball, but he gets a lot of time on it. Yeah, those... Those were two of the ones that I wrote down. The, like the midfields are given, but yeah, them defensively, I think down Taylor and Starfield playing where they are. Yeah, because you've seen that in the League Cup final. That even in the first half, whenever we kind of threatened to attack up there, they didn't look that comfortable on the ball. And Hart was having a wee bit of a dodgy game as well. Like Hart can kind of go through dips and troughs where he can have like a really good period and then a really dodgy period. Um, so that's definitely where I would be kind of focusing our attack on. But something that I'm glad that Ali didn't mention. And this is like for me, this is where the key area that we can impact the game is. And it's our wing or our, our fullbacks. And our fullbacks has got me toying with the idea. And I've written down two teams because of this. And I've still not made up my mind that we should go for a 3 5 2 against them. Because too often we've where we're conceding goals, it's down from Davin Borna. And I would I, I don't I think playing my problem with the 3 5 2 is that he's had a Beal's had a couple of occasions to kind of play it and he's only really he's tested it here and there. He's not really started the game with it and it's not really been I mean Suter came on against Dundee United last week there and um he was only on for five minutes. So you're not really I know Lundstrom has dropped an awful lot back deeper there, but that then like we've already mentioned gives me the fear that if he's anywhere near a team sheet um, <laughs> would I uh, wouldn't like but um I could see him going with a three five two. If not this game I think we'll certainly see it for the game at the end of the month, because I think that's where we could get a wee bit of joy and we can kind of start uploading up the park. It probably suits the likes of Tab a wee bit better playing like that, and it gives Suter, you play a Suter in there, and it gives you a wee bit more defensive cover. Against a team like Celtic, I think we could potentially see that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a shout with the, you know, the three five twos and interesting one. That screams of advocate for me because we've not fully utilised that we've not really experimented it enough for me to go into a game against Celtic but caveat to that is yeah it's a must win in terms of the league but really this could be the game to experiment it with in terms of playing against Celtic it is a, not a free hit it's not of course not but if there is a game to experiment against them it is this one because the cup the, the cup game takes premise over it. Carney I know we spoke briefly about you don't you don't think there's a key area because you've got to win all your battles and I totally get that so I'll kind of twist the, the kind of question to you. What players 
if they step up, what players can damage Celtic? What players can get at Celtic tomorrow for us? Um, I think the main one on everybody's lips will be Todd Cantwell. Um, I think everybody's probably expecting a performance from him. I would, if Tillman plays, I think Tillman, it's about, he needs to show up in a in an old-form game. He hasn't done so uh, as of yet, so I think he could be quite pivotal. Um, just going back to the three-five-two thing, now, I'm all for it. I'm all for trying something different. Generally, I am. Uh, but the only thing that makes me a wee bit sceptical about the three-five-two is if we are up the park and mean, Ryan, you and I have spoken about this before, if Celtic win the ball back and break, they can be in your box in like three passes. The pace that they have on their wings is what would worry me with that because, yes, we can have Jack and we can have Raskin covering. They're not the quickest of players, especially up the likes of Jota. I mean, Jota's he's rapid. Do you know what I mean? And if he gets the break and gets the run, then that's the only bit that kind of leaves me a, a, a wee bit a wee bit cautious of of using the 3-5-2. Um, <laughs> I think if he wants to have the ability to tinker with that during the game, then John Lundstrom has to play. Uh, and I know that's not what anybody wants to hear, uh, but he would have to. He would, if he's going to start with a 4-2-3-1, whatever the way you want to look at it, um, then Lundstrom would have to play if he's going to tinker with it and put it into a three at the back because Lundstrom would be the one that drops back into the three. We've seen it against Dundee United that he was the furthest the the deepest player at points when we were in the, the Dundee United half. So it'll be an interesting one to see. It will be an interesting one to see. I I, I don't think he will he will risk it tomorrow. Um but then again if he's not going to do it tomorrow, when is he going to do it? I know it's very it's a it's a tough one to call. But yeah, major players, mate. Um back to your original question. Can't well for me because I think he's a definite starter and then it'll be Ryan Kent. Also James Tavernier and Borna Barisic, they have to they have to make the wide areas theirs. Um, it has to be their ball. It has to be their area. Um, none shall pass. All that, all that kind of jazz, if you like. But I think um, they're probably the main ones. Obviously, Rask as well, but I've, I've got the fear of putting too much pressure on the lad generally. Not that he's listening or anything like that, but you know what I mean? I just feel like I feel that there's just that there's like an unbelievable or Raskin's fit. I mean, Ali messaged in the group chat today and I tried my hardest not to respond, even though in my head I was doing somersaults because I'm delighted that he's playing. But I feel like I don't want to put too much pressure on him. But the main ones for me, um, Kent, Kent, Cantwell and whoever plays up top. They are going to need to be on fire tomorrow. Yeah, there's got to be high energy all over the pitch, but I think especially up front, offensively and defensively on, on and off the ball, I think there's a there's a big shift for the boys that play up front for us tomorrow. There is no doubt about that. A lot of good comments in there in terms of who needs to play well, who doesn't. Um, get your teams in shortly because we're going to bring bring the teams uh, going to the lads for the team shortly. I will read about the. Press conference here. So Bill did his presser today and just a few key points for me. Um, it was pretty standard, but he did say last two old firm games he wasn't happy because we have had slow starts in them. Definitely totally agree with that one. I think that can't happen tomorrow. I don't think we'll get away with a slow start tomorrow. And they said, obviously, we need to win the game. He said, if we don't win the game, then the league's pretty much gone. Totally agree with that. And then some... Um, he said we need to get the attacking players on the ball, named a few players. And, and I, we've just spoken about that, Carl. Maybe the attacking players are vital tomorrow, as is everyone born and Tav need to do their job as well. But I think attacking players are huge on and off the ball. He was asked if Raskin's fit. I think we all know by now Nico Raskin is fit. I've done a U-turn with Raskin. I said last week that I wouldn't play him in, in the, the cup games a priority, but I think Raskin has to play. I think I was trying to think of the options. If Raskin doesn't play, who plays? And I get shivers. And um, Raskin must play for me. I've totally U-turned on that one. And he just said, big games are where you get answers. And I'm glad when he said that, because that's what I want to hear a Rangers manager say. I think players who do it against, and I will look at Tillman. I know I've, I've gave Tillman a buy a wee, a wee bit because of his age, but I will look at Malik Tillman if he does play tomorrow and think, well, I'm looking for something from him tomorrow. Show me something that, tells me you can be a success here and not just do it against the, the kind of smaller teams. So he said, yeah, you get big, you get answers in big games and that, and that's what I wanted to hear. Tavernier's when he did the player press conference and it was pretty much really standard uh, Tavernier media trained answers. Said we need to do the talking on the pitch. Yes, we do. And just said that um, 
it's a must-win game. That was pretty much all I took from his. So, boys, we will get on to the teams. There's nothing for else to take from the press conference. We'll get on to the teams. Um, I know you've got them written in front of you. Scotia's got about three or four teams written in front of them. We'll, I'll come to you last, Scotia, because I know you're still deciding. Ali, give me your Cheers. team. Everybody in, the, everybody in the comments as well, get your teams and your scores and predictions in. Positivity only, obviously. Uh, Ali, give me your team, first goal scorer and scoreline, please. I'll be surprised if myself, um, Carney and uh, you, Ryan, don't pick the same team. I know Scotia's got a curveball in there, he always, he's probably got Matondo playing. Right, I'll tell you right now, right you have no chance you've picked the same left-back as me. There you go. No, Yilmaz, honestly, a game like this. Oh, God. Um, right, anyway, um, my team, McGregor and goal, back four. I don't think he's going to rest a 3-5-2. Tav, Goldson, Davies, Bonner, Barisic, and thank you, Dundee Oof. Taylor, for the kind donation. Um, yeah, I, I know you're not a Barisic fan, Ryan, but I honestly think he's been one of our best players this year. So, And I, I wouldn't risk Yilmaz, especially there. So Barisic for me. Midfield of Raskin, Ryan Jack, Cantwell, Ryan Kent. That's, I like Sakala against him because he's a curveball, but I think he'll play Tillman. Sakala's a good option to bring on later on, especially if we maybe go one up and they're, they're um, high up the park. So um, Tillman for me and through the middle, Morelos. Ah. He's, it's a it's a difficult. I've heard folks say Sakala through the middle as well, or play the false name with Tillman. But I'm going with Morelos. He scored against him at hand, and he, he, if he wants to go out there buying Morelos, here's his chance at Parkhead. He hates them as much as Ryan Kent hates them. He's got a chance to shut them up. Um, Morelos for me, and I am going. They will score. Oh, Justin Muir, God bless America. Thank you very much. Two <laughs> one um, Rangers. They will score. Um, Ryan Kent to score the winner and he's going to go all the way to that Green Brigade and do the gun salute which I would love <laughs> ah, you've, you've redeemed yourself that, that team lineup is absolutely shocking but you've redeemed yourself with that Ali I'll be texting you after this because I can't get away with your team there I will be having words with you after this podcast honestly uh, mine's uh, yeah, I, what, what are you expecting to change you're playing the same personnel that have failed time and time and time again that's that would be my challenge to your team there. Like, see, Morelos, I, I'm sorry, nowhere near that team for me tomorrow because so you're playing Sakala through the middle, then. And you're saying, No, I would play him in the right. <laughs> I'll give you my team just now, then. Right, on you go. So I'd play McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, Yilmaz, because I don't want back, back post ball that anyone there, Celtic Park and Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Cantwell, I'm being ruthless, boys. I need to be. I'm playing Cantwell, Raskin, Brian Jack, and I've thought about this for days. I'm playing Kent, I'm playing Sakala, I'm playing Cholak, and I'm playing Sakala for in about their faces and his pace and what he does. Tillman's on the bench for me, and it's a big decision. And I know Tillman will be gutted that I've said that because I know he watches, but that's how I'm going with tomorrow. I just think we've been there so many times. With, we need to change the personnel, are they? Like, we've seen Borna and Morelos fail time and time again, and, and they just don't do it. They don't do it against them. And I know Borna, I've given credit in this pod today. I'd play Yilmaz. If I'm not going to play him tomorrow, when are we going to play Yilmaz? So that's what I'll say. Um, Carney, what are you saying with your team tomorrow? First goal scorer and score, please. Uh, yeah, Justin Muir, Andrew Muir. Always amazing to have your donations. Uh, thank you so much, gentlemen. That's very, very much appreciated. Uh, uh, this is an interesting one. This, this is uh, the debate's good about it. My team is the same as Ali's, but with Cholak up front. Now, the reason that I am not playing Sakala, you didn't pick Sakala, didn't you? Know? No, I'm the reason I'm not. Yeah, no, the reason I'm not picking um, Sakala is. It didn't work in the League Cup. So it, it all depends. Again, it all depends on how Bill intends to play. If we try and contain Celtic again, then I would imagine he would start Sakala. Um, I would imagine he would start Sakala in order for his, the pace on the wing. But if he's wanting to actually dominate, try and dominate the ball and try and 
as you say, play through Celtic instead of just constantly trying to get down the wings. And I think you have to play Tillman. I really do. I think he has to. He has to play. So, but I would play Cholak tomorrow because. I don't trust Alfredo right now. I really don't. No, I'm not saying that I trust Trolak. I don't. I'm, it's difficult. It really is. That's really difficult. That was the only one that I'm kind of, I, I can't really make my mind up on, but I, I can't trust Alfredo Morelos just now because I don't know what one will get. So um, I would go with Trolak. Yeah, I would go with Trolak. I think it will be 2-1 to Rangers. And I think we will score first. And I think the goal scorer will be Ryan Kent and he will do the gun salute to running towards the Celtic fans that I am desperate for him to do again. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, it could be a bit manic tomorrow, if I'm going to be honest. I think tomorrow could be pretty crazy. But that's my team. I'm sticking with it. And just quickly, John Allen's bought us a coffee as well. So thank everybody for the donations tonight. It's been absolutely superb. Really do appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, that is my team. That is my score. That is my first goal scorer. Come at me. It's, it's a great debate, brilliant. Um, I and thanks for support. These donations are unreal, and the coffees as well. Thank you so much. Um, Scotia, have you decided or do you want me to give you another 10 minutes and I'll tell folk to tune back in and put the kettle on? <laughs> no, I think I've decided. And what I would say is, even if I went with like the traditional shape, because I'm going to go for the 3 5 2, right? But if I went for the traditional shape, it would be different than all three years as well. Not widely different, but there's certain players that would drop. There's only one change from that team that the three five two have picked. So I'm going with McGregor and goals back three: Suter, Goldson, and Davies. Tav in the right, Kent in the left, midfield three: Jack, Raskin, and Cantwell. And then up top, Tillman and Sakala. Oft, oft. I like that. Imagine if, imagine he played that. Honestly, imagine he played that. I like that. I like he's that. a brave I like man. Well. He's, yeah, I like it because that. Yeah, I like Tillman up that neck of the woods as well. With think that's a bit of chaos up there. But yeah, I see, uh, I see John in the comments there saying Kent at left back, wing back, and yeah, Kent needs to. That. I think that's well, the only Kent, Kent, Kent really can do that. Fits into that. Yeah. See the, the defensive work that Kent does. I think yeah. often gets overlooked by an awful lot of us, yeah, and we always kind of focus on his on his not yeah. adding to his numbers towards goal. So I would. I, go with I that. don't think I'm going to Kent. Uh, sorry, Scotia. No, and you go continue. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched Ryan Kent and thought you're being lazy, or you know, sometimes he's not at it, but he always puts a shift in. If he yeah. loses the ball, he will chase it down. Like he could definitely do that role. That is an interesting team, and I think, I, I think that's, I think that's we've got to go with tomorrow. You've got to try something different, whether it is personnel or whether it's tactics. We can't go there, play the same personnel, the same formation, and sit off them. We just can't do it. We, we know what will happen. So, yeah, I think that's an interesting one, the three five two. 5 uh, Who did you see your first goal score was at, uh, Scotia? I didn't even give you my score yet either. No, so I'll go 3-2 um, <laughs> <laughs> three, two, three, two Rangers. Oh. You know what? A wee Raskin, first goal scorer. Oh, first old firm game. Matondo off the bench to score the winner, Scotia. I'd take, I'd take Matondo. I'd take Matondo as a, as a cameo appearance once we're up 3-1. Aye, definitely. I'm surprised, was... Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm still surprised you two have went with... I'm not bashing Cholak here, but I'm surprised the two of you have went with Cholak. I think if he's our number nine tomorrow, the Celtic back line will be very happy. But I don't think either one has been great in terms of him or Morelos. I just think Morelos will occupy them more. I just think if they look at that tomorrow and they go, it's Cholak... If I'm a Celtic centre halves, I'd be quite happy with that. That's for that's for Tony Goals to, to prove him. And wrong I hope he shuts me up tomorrow, Tony Goals, and scores two. I, I'll, I'll be straight on that phone to you. Thanks very much, Jim Sloan, as well for that donation. Uh, amazing. I, I'll be straight, yes, mate. straight on the phone to you tomorrow if, if Tony Goals scores, mate. You're a disgrace. <laughs> right, lads, that will do us there. I've ran over and 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 thanks everyone for the comments. Getting involved, obviously, I've, I'm pessimistic as always, but love the positivity in the chat and the support we're getting. I hope everyone enjoys uh, their day tomorrow. Ali Pearson, you enjoy your day tomorrow, mate. I won't enjoy it from half twelve till whenever it is because it's the most miserable game in the world to watch. I hate it. Carney <laughs> hates it as well. Um, after that, I hope I enjoy my day with a few beverages, but 
It's um, we've heard it for Rangers, we heard it for Tav in the press conference. Sir, I've heard it umpteen times what they what they need to do against this Celtic team. Finally, show me it tomorrow, Rangers on the part. You've got an opportunity to do it. You're in the lines, then if you want to say there's no Rangers fans there, you can shut them up. You can put a wee bit of doubt. You can ruin their Easter weekend because let's be honest, they are all extremely confident. I think they all think, maybe not their players, but their fans. They think they just need to show up tomorrow and they're going to win. So that's a team talk for me, and it's over to you, Rangers. Lovely. And Scotia, I hope you enjoy your day tomorrow. Don't get, don't let that, uh, Ali bring you down tomorrow. Just you keep the standards up tomorrow, mate. You know I will, Ryan. You know I will. Um, no, pleasure again, lads. Pleasure again, all the listeners. Um, really enjoyed that. And it's, yeah, well and truly getting the battle fever pumped after that wee discussion. Cheers, guys. Cheers. And last but not least, uh, Scott Carmi, thank you very much, mate. I'll speak to you tomorrow, no doubt, if we're doing a reaction or whatever. I'm happy to jump in. I don't know what the plans are, but thanks very much for letting me host it. No, no worries, mate. I'm I'm at the pub tomorrow, mate, so I'll probably do one with the, the other two clowns, mate. So sorry, mate. I'll need to do it with the B team tomorrow. A team will need to be need to be part this week. No, uh, a pleasure tonight. Uh, generally, a pleasure tonight. Uh, and the feeling in my stomach is kicked in, and I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. This is this is the worst bit. Now this is the worst bit. Is you've got to go down and you've got to try and pretend you you care about what you're watching on the telly when you don't because your mind's fully occupied about what's coming tomorrow. Look, all I ask of Rangers tomorrow is to give everything. Give absolutely everything. Give them no quarter. Don't give them an inch. Go at them. Go at them. Show them why we are the Premier League in this country and we always will be. We have to go there tomorrow and play them almost at their own game. Uh, leave everything on it and I, uh, I I, believe we'll come away with a positive victory tomorrow. So we are, we are the people. Good, mate. Love it as well. Kicking in, and I can see in the comments as well. Just don't, don't stand off them, Rangers. Just if any of them are watching, honestly, just get in their faces, give it a go, try something different. We have got we're club at twenty two. The boys will be back with a reaction after the game tomorrow from the pub. We've got the battle fever on. Fight to the day is done. Everyone knows the rest. Good night. <laughs>